Broadcasting from the Business Radio X studios, it's time for Business Leaders Radio. Now, here's your host, John Ray. And hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Business Leaders Radio. I'm John Ray, and uh, folks, this is going to be a good one. Uh, we've got Wendy Weiss with us, and Wendy is the founder of Tech Time. Wendy, welcome. Thank you so much, John, for having me on your show. Hey, it's a pleasure, and I've been looking forward to this. Let's get into it uh, quickly. Let's uh, uh, let everybody know who you are and how you're serving folks out there. Absolutely. So, again, my name is Wendy Weiss, and I'm founder of Tech Time. Uh, I'm, my company is based in New York. Um, just to give you a little background on myself, uh, I worked on Wall Street most of my career and um, in a business development role for a financial services company. And I sold data into asset managers, hedge funds, corporations. And doing that for about 20 years, I decided to make a move and go on my own and started Tech Time. So basically what Tech Time is, uh, we assist um, individuals conduct classes and businesses on the everyday use of your technological devices. So anywhere from your iPhone, your Mac, your iPad, um, just teaching you um, how to email, attachments, photos, staying in touch with loved ones, FaceTime. So I would say my target market is 55 and over. That, that's awesome work. Uh, before we get uh, dive deeper there, Wendy, let's talk a little bit more about your journey, if you don't mind, because, uh, you know, a lot of folks are looking at um, uh, second stage careers, repurposing their lives, uh, however you want to put it. The great resignations, we're hearing a lot about that. I mean, you've been through uh, some iteration of that and leaving Wall Street, pretty fast paced kind of career into something that's uh well, pretty ground level helping people, right? I mean, t talk about what I guess the calculus you went through uh, yourself in, in making that change and give advice to folks that are thinking about it as well. So to be perfectly blunt with you, it's a personal story. Mm -hmm. um, I had a great career on Wall Street and due to some life-changing events, um, I lost my husband. Mm -hmm. And I had to give up my career to care for him. And um, unfortunately, he passed. And I had to decide what I wanted to do. I wasn't the same person who I was. So I couldn't go back to corporate America. Um, mentally, I couldn't handle it. Physically, um, I live out in the suburbs. So to commute in, in, into Manhattan, it's three hours a day. And I just didn't want to do it anymore. So um, I always was brainstorming with my kids. We were big Shark Tank fans, <laughs> and we always wanted to come up with a business. Uh -huh. And, um, you know, due to working in the corporate environment, I really had all the software programs, devices accessible to me. And I do truly believe that technology is inborn. So basically, we came up with an idea to assist people, you know, using their devices and helping them and staying in touch with family because especially with the pandemic, 
it, it was just so important. So that's really how I got started. Just a little brainstorming, researching, seeing my parents suffer with technology. Um, and that's how the business got started. Great story. Um, yeah. You mentioned there that you think technology is inborn. What do you mean by that? So I truly believe that you like to, um, number one, learn. And um, it's an inquisitive side of you. Uh, and as we age, I think it's very important to learn something new every day. But um, especially uh, the children that are, you know, two, three years old, they, it, this is just part of their everyday lives. It wasn't for me, but I just think it just came easier to me because I enjoyed using it. So that's what I mean by inborn. I think you have to really like somebody, like something, and have a passion to do so. So that's what I mean by inborn. And how do you instill that passion in someone that's 55 and older and didn't grow up with the kind of technology we deal with today? You need a lot of patience, first of all. <laughs> that's yeah. number one, right. patience. Patience is virtue, right? Sure. Um, yes, people get very frustrated um, if they were not exposed to technology in their younger years. They're retired teachers, you know, maybe policemen, firemen, even doctors. Um, or, you know, think about attorneys. Uh, they, all, they, all, they all had secretaries and they did everything for them. And now it's a totally different world. Um, it's really a luxury to have a secretary these days. And so you have to be self-sufficient. So um, you just have to have a lot of patience and um, just sit with them quietly. I try to give them tips and tricks. If their fingers are too big for their device, I urge them to use the microphone to be able to speak into the, to the device. That's very helpful. Sometimes uh, some of them have accents, so the device doesn't really pick up um, their um, their native language. So it's that's a little frustrating. But I just tell them to speak slowly and clearly. I'm shocked to hear that some of your clients may have accents, uh, but uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, we and folks, uh, you have to know, listeners, that uh, Wendy and I had a pre-show call. We were joking with each other about our respective accents, so that's uh, that's where that comes from. But um, what accent? Yeah, exactly. What accent? Right? Uh, <laughs> no, um, uh, and I'm here to tell you that I use the I use that. Uh, voice for feature and it recognizes my accent and I'm sure it recognizes yours. So, you know, it's, it's, uh, people should not be scared off by that for sure. But, but let's talk about what, I guess the, the, um, the question I, I'll be glad when I don't have to ask anymore, which is about the pandemic and kind of how that worked for you, because suddenly uh, a lot of folks had to utilize a lot more technology than maybe they were used to using prior to the pandemic. Absolutely. Um, and it was a mad rush. Mm. Uh, many of my clients, uh, you, you know, I would go and see in person and of course that came to a halt. 
And um, I had to walk them through installing Zoom. So either on their iPhone, their iPad, their Mac, and this was all done over the phone. Mm. So it was very challenging to walk them to go to the Apple store, download the app, you know, go through the steps to install it. And then uh, I would send them a link once we got the application installed and, and we would Zoom. And Zoom also has a, a feature in it, which allows me to take over their workstation as well as I could image my iPhone and training continued seamlessly. So the challenge was just getting people on Zoom. But once Zoom was installed, it was fine. People were able to participate in exercises, you know, with the senior center or their personal trainers or interact with family, um, loved ones. Um, FaceTime was another popular app that uh, I walked through people and uh, it was just so important that people would see their family and friends and interact over technology platforms. Sure. Sure. Now you helped folks with zoom. You helped folks with FaceTime. Let's talk about, I guess, some of the other uh, aid that you provide in terms of technology apps or devices, what have you. So, um, Uh, You know, I get a lot of questions, especially during the pandemic, on food delivery services. And uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Instacart. Mm -hmm. Um, So a lot of people signed up for Instacart. They were able to pick and choose the supermarket uh, or department store, you know, Target, uh, Walmart, and have items delivered. So that was a very popular app that we used. Um, Amazon was huge. I mean, (laughs) you know, everybody has Amazon and Prime. And um, another interesting app that was very popular was setting up Spotify uh, so people could listen to music, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and podcasts. You know, it was very soothing and um, therapeutic. So, you you know, people weren't sleeping, so I pointed them to different apps that would you know, calming. Um, so, you know, it, it was challenging for everybody in, in some way. And let's, let's talk specifically, Wendy, about the iPhone, because that's, that's still the, you know, the number one phone, uh, mobile device out there, if you will. What, what, what do people ask you the most about the iPhone? So, um, when I do a lot of uh, classes, I do a class on the hidden gems of the iPhone. And during the pandemic, uh, we all still had to stay in touch with our uh, accountants and attorneys, and um, they needed documents. They needed uh, 1099s. They needed uh, bank statements for us to file our taxes. So our iPhone has a built-in scanner, and that's under the notes feature. So basically, it scans a document and turns it into a PDF file. And there's also a built-in signature in your iPhone, and you could just um, use your finger to type to write out your name and attach it to the document, and you could email it to your relevant accountant's attorney. And not, not many people know that, 
the iPhone has a built-in scanner. Many people download, uh, uh, you know, third-party apps. So this is a huge feature in the iPhone that's hidden away. Mm. And these things constantly change, right? I mean, more features are added. So, and you're not necessarily, I mean, you keep up with it, but folks like me don't. And that's where uh, you have a lot of value to to, uh, folks like me and others. Yes, absolutely. Um, Apple releases um, different versions of software a couple times a year. And that's where all these new features are. Um, I just posted something on LinkedIn today, all the features of Siri. Um, You don't have to touch your iPhone. You could just speak into it. And she's a personal assistant or he, however you set up Siri. Um, And um, you could ask Siri to create a reminder for you to take your medication. You could create a shopping list. She could translate for you. Um, if you were in another country and you wanted to know how to say, uh, what's the best restaurant in town in Spanish, you could just ask Siri and she'll tell you. So she's an amazing tool. Uh, she could, she could read emails for you. She could write emails for you. You would just give her the email address and just dictate away. Wow. Wendy Weiss is with us and she is founder of uh tech time so wendy let's talk about encouraging people to to stay in touch with loved ones and how you do that so um especially during the pandemic uh zoom was number one Mm -hmm. Uh, families were having zoom calls at least once a week uh People were playing cards, mahjong, all via Zoom. Uh, They were sitting around the table with their uh, laptop or iPad going. This way they got to see each other. So, again, using FaceTime, Zoom, uh, yeah, it was so important for people to see each other. You you know, it was one thing speaking on the phone, but, you know, the actual – eye contact to see a loved one, especially during the holidays. We all missed out on um, Christmas and Easter and um, so many milestones, high school graduations. I mean, it was, it was rough for everybody, weddings, engagement parties. Uh, So there were many online events. And, is that uh, what what piece of that continues i guess as as we go into a different stage of wherever we are uh, i won't say after the pandemic but wherever we are in all this i mean how does that communications how do you see it continuing um it, in in my business i see it con- con- continuing absolutely and i see in the world it's it's going to continue um Many places are still um, very cautious with with the pandemic right now. There are still many online classes offered. Um, in, in New York, some of the senior centers are not open, so um, the classes that they offer are still via Zoom. And, yet, you know, with the winter approaching and the different um, strains of the virus out there, I, I truly believe... Um, we're going to be in a cautious mode and um, 
using Zoom or Teams, another app uh, that communicates online, it's it's still going to be prevalent. Wendy Weiss is with us, folks. She's the founder of Tech Time. So something tells me that a lot of people that listen to our interview and think we're just talking about technology for uh, grandma or, you know, uh, great aunt may or whatever. When we were talking before the show, you talked to me about real business applications that you're helping business owners with that, uh, they really need help with in their business or their practice. Share some of those stories with us and how you help. Yeah, sure. So, um, I work with uh, a very big nursery, a florist um, here on Long Island, and many of their clients, uh, so-called, work out of the car. They're they're always on the road, and they need to stay in touch. So there's many applications they could use. Uh, so, so for example, um, if a contract comes in, again, they could use the iPhone scanner, or they could use a DocuSign. Um, there's uh, applications out there that could tell you what kind of flowers um, you are looking at. So it, you know, it really depends on, on the client, and um, you know, I try to focus on the client, the kind of client I work with, and help them. This client um, also has uh, people. I'm sorry. They have clients and they want somebody to answer their phones internally. And there's a company uh, based in the Midwest. I don't recall the name of it, but they answer your phones on behalf of you. So they're live operators and it's an app. And then they text you or email you that you have a message or so-and-so called from this company. Please give give them a call back. Mm. Uh, And you could be on the golf course and get this message. Mm. So there's... There's so many apps out there that help small businesses as well. And those of us that uh, are, you know, fairly uh, conversant, we'll say, in a lot of uh, basic technology, maybe don't appreciate how many businesses and business owners are that are out there that are using fairly old ways to communicate and. Um, I mean, you were mentioning uh, one uh, professional services person who was struggling with PDFs and attaching those to emails, I think, if I recall that right. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, people. some people um, don't even have an email account. So, um, you know, I would go in there and show them how to create, you know, I would set them up with an email account, show them how to attach a file, how to attach a picture, um, either via an email or a text and, and share it with a loved one. You, you know, things that you and I take for granted, it's um, not easy uh, for a person of a certain age who has not been exposed to technology. You know, they hear all their, all their friends are exchanging pictures of the grandchildren, as well as social media. Um, and, and that's a, 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 another uh, topic that I dabble in, you know, mm-hmm. uh, 
Facebook is a very powerful tool um, to communicate, share pictures and photos, you know, on Facebook with friends and family and share your lives and not too much information because it's very dangerous uh, for the hackers out there. Um, Mm. And that's another topic of discussion probably at another time. But you you have to be careful not to post too much personal information. Yeah, I was I was going to go there, um, uh, man. Maybe we can cover that briefly. And yeah, you we could. You're right. We could go a whole show with something like uh, cybersecurity. But uh, talk about how you counsel folks that are, uh, let's say, technology rookies about the dangers that are out there in the cyber world and how easily it is that they can get um, uh, hacked or um, um, uh, their identity stolen, what have you. Yeah, I mean, you really have to be cautious. Um, When you get an email um, from somebody that you really don't know, you have to look at the actual email address. You have to, you know, just put your cursor over it. And if it looks weird, um, the ending typically is like a dot com. If it's not and it doesn't make sense, don't click on it, don't open it, just delete it. Um, and the same applies to text. We're now getting um, hacked via text coming in. Again, um, if the number looks weird or the person, um, just delete it. Phone calls. Uh, on, uh, we're getting a lot of robocalls, you know, coming from different countries. Do not answer your phone. Uh, if, if it's an important call, let it go to voicemail and you could always listen to it. Uh, the iPhone has the ability to block callers. So you could block numbers. So you just really have to be diligent. Um, if you do online banking and you get an email from the bank, don't click on any links. Go directly to the website and type in the URL. Great advice from Wendy Weiss, and she is the founder of Tech Time. So, Wendy, let's let's talk about how you work with someone. And I usually ask the question, you know, how does someone know they need your service? I think that's fairly obvious that they're frustrated with their technology, whatever that is. I think the answer to that question is fairly obvious, but, uh, I get in touch with you and, and, uh, to help with my problems. Uh, how does that conversation go and how do you work with people? Well, the most important is to focus on their wants and needs, what they want to learn out of the, the device. Um, if they tell me, that they just want to learn how to email and text and attach photos. That's what we work on. Um, if they really want to learn, I'll take them through the ins and outs of the phone. I try to make their lives as simple as possible. Um, again, I mentioned Siri. Uh, what a, a, a useful app that is. Again, you could dictate. Um, you could use your microphone. Uh, the iPhone, the iPad are very, very powerful tools. Um, there's, there's notes, um, where you could create a note. Um, you could put a password on a note, um, if you wanted to, uh, keep some personal information on that. Um, and you just have to remember to 
remember that password. Mm-hmm. Also, another thing I do um, with my clients is uh, everybody has passwords. And I'll walk into a client and I'll say to them, what's your Apple ID? Uh, what's your Apple ID password? And, of course, they don't know it. Or it's written down on a little sticky, um, you know, the size of an inch. And there's like 10 different stickies all over the computer with different passcodes. And I really try to organize them because we're living in a digital world. We are um, username and password driven, and we have to keep track of all this information in a safe place. So when I see how disorganized they are, I have something that I create called uh, digitizing your information. And it's basically taking all user IDs, your passwords, um, uh, any personal information you have. So if you have a mortgage and you pay it online, real estate taxes, um, bank accounts, um, investment accounts, I organize it and it's all um, in a spreadsheet. We password protect it. We print it out. We put it in a safe place. Sometimes we incorporated it to the will, um, but it's a document that's there for your loved ones. State attorneys, pay attention, <laughs> uh, exactly. right, uh, Wendy? They, yeah, there, there's uh, there's an added uh, service that's uh, a good thing to be offering there with uh, via Wendy. So that's that's really awesome, Wendy. Great, great work. Um, yeah, so well, this has been great, and I can't imagine that there aren't some folks that uh, want to be in touch and learn more about your services and uh, whether it's uh, for their business or personal. Um, so let's get to the most important question, which is how they can be in touch with you and and, and engage. Sure. So um, I have a website, and it's all one word, tech timetutor.com and uh, my email address is info at techtimetutor.com and um, I also have a YouTube channel Tech Time Tutor um, and a Facebook page uh, Tech Time as uh, well as a a Twitter handle Tech Time so uh, there's various ways to reach out to me Terrific Wendy Weiss, folks, uh, she is with Tech Time, the founder of Tech Time. Wendy, this has been terrific. Thank you so much for coming on the show. John, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure, yeah. and I appreciate your time. Thank you. Hey, folks, just a, a quick reminder. You, If you want to see the archive of our shows here, Business Leaders Radio, just go to businessleadersradio.com. We're on all the major podcast apps, and if you don't know – how to access on your podcast app, call Wendy. She can help you. Uh, she knows how to help you. So, uh, but seriously, we're on all the major podcast apps. So we would love it if you would subscribe to the show and give us a five-star review. Now that's uh, a bold request, but it's not about me. It's not about business radio X. It's about our great guests like Wendy who uh, are doing great work and uh, their services deserve to be, highlighted and found, and we want them to be um, uh, found by folks looking for uh, what they do. So uh, if you could help us in that regard, we would appreciate it. 
So for my guest, Wendy Weiss, I'm John Ray. Join us next time here on Business Leaders Radio.